0: Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and it is day 204. Our reading for today is coming from Second Chronicles chapter 8, verses 11 through 18, and chapters 9 and 10, Romans chapter 8, verses 9 through 25, Psalm chapter 18, verses 16 through 36, and Proverbs chapter 19, verse 26. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the One Year Bible. Let's read. 2 Chronicles chapter 8, verses 11-18 Solomon brought Pharaoh's daughter up from the city of David to the house that he had built for her. For he said, My wife shall not live in the house of David, king of Israel, for the places to which the ark of the Lord has come are holy. Then Solomon offered up burnt offerings to the Lord on the altar of the Lord that he had built before the vestibule, as the duty of each day required, offering according to the commandment of Moses for the Sabbaths, the new moons, and the three-annual feast, the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of weeks, and the feast of booths. According to the ruling of David his father, he appointed the divisions of the priest for their service, and the Levites for their offices of praise and ministry before the priest as the duty of each day required, and the gatekeepers in their divisions at each gate, for so David the man of God had commanded. And they did not turn aside from what the king had commanded the priests and Levites concerning any matter and concerning the treasuries. Thus was accomplished all the work of Solomon from the day the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid until it was finished. So the house of the Lord was completed. Then Solomon went to ezion geber and Eloth on the shore of the sea and the land of Edom. And Hiram sent to him by the hand of his servants ships and servants familiar with the sea And they went to Ophir together with the servants of Solomon, and brought from there four hundred and fifty talents of gold, and brought it to King Solomon. Second Chronicles chapter 9 Now when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she came to Jerusalem to test him with hard questions, having a very great retinue and camels bearing spices, and very much gold and precious stones. And when she came to Solomon, she told him all that was on her mind. And Solomon answered all her questions. There was nothing hidden from Solomon that he could not explain to her. And when the queen of Sheba had seen the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food of his table, the seating of his officials, and the attendance of his servants and their clothing, his cupbearers and their clothing, and his burnt offerings that he offered at the house of the Lord, there was no more breath in her. And she said to the king, The report was true that I heard in my own land of your words and of your wisdom, but I did not believe the reports until I came and my own eyes had seen it. And behold, half the greatness of your wisdom was not told me. You surpassed the report that I heard. Happy are your wives. Happy are these your servants who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord your God who has delighted in you and set you on his throne as king for the Lord your God. Because your God loved Israel and would establish them forever, he has made you king over them, that you may execute justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king 120 talents of gold and a very great quantity of spices and precious stones. There were no spices such as those that the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Moreover, The servants of Hiram and the servants of Solomon, who brought gold from Ophir, brought algam wood and precious stones. And the king made from the algam wood supports for the house of the Lord and for the king's house, lyres also, and harps for the singers. There never was seen the like of them before in the land of Judah. And King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all that she desired, whatever she asked besides what she had brought to the king. So she turned and went back to her own land with her servants. Now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was six hundred and sixty-six talents of gold, besides that which the explorers and merchants brought. And all the kings of Arabia and the governors of the land brought gold and silver to Solomon. King Solomon made two hundred large shields of beaten gold. Six hundred shekels of beaten gold went into each shield. And he made three hundred shields of beaten gold. Three hundred shekels of gold went into each shield. And the king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. The king also made a great ivory throne and overlaid it with pure gold. The throne had six steps and a footstool of gold, which were attached to the throne, and on each side of the seat were armrests and two lions standing beside the armrest, while twelve lions stood there, one on each end of a step on the six steps. Nothing like it was ever made for any kingdom. All King Solomon's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. Silver was not considered as anything in the days of Solomon. For the king's ships went to Tarshish with the servants of Hiram. Once every three years, the ships of Tarshish used to come bringing gold, silver, ivory, apes, and peacocks. Thus King Solomon excelled all the kings of the earth in riches and in wisdom. And all the kings of the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put into his mind. Every one of them brought his present, articles of silver and of gold, garments, myrrh, spices, horses, and mules, so much year by year. And Solomon had four thousand stalls for horses and chariots, and twelve thousand horsemen, whom he stationed in the chariot cities and with the king in Jerusalem. And he ruled over all the kings from the Euphrates to the land of the Philistines and to the border of Egypt. And the king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stone, And he made cedar as plentiful as the sycamore of the Shephilah, And horses were imported for Solomon from Egypt and from all lands. Now the rest of the acts of Solomon, from first to last, are they not written in the history of Nathan the prophet, and in the prophecy of Ahijah the Shilonite, and in the visions of Iddo the seer concerning Jeroboam the son of Nebat? Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years. And Solomon slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David his father, and Rehoboam his son reigned in his place. 2 Chronicles 10 Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had come to Shechem to make him king. And as soon as Jeroboam the son of Nebat heard of it, for he was in Egypt, where he had fled from King Solomon, then Jeroboam returned from Egypt. And they sent and called him. And Jeroboam and all Israel came and said to Rehoboam, your father made our yoke heavy. Now therefore, lighten the hard service of your father and his heavy yoke on us, and we will serve you. He said to them, Come to me again in three days. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men, who had stood before Solomon his father while he was yet alive, saying, How do you advise me to answer this people? And they said to him, If you will be good to this people and please them and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But he abandoned the counsel that the old men gave him and took counsel with the young men who had grown up with him and stood before him. And he said to them, What do you advise that we answer this people who have said to me, Lighten the yoke that your father put on us? And the young men who had grown up with him said to him, Thus shall you speak to the people who said to you, Your father made our yoke heavy, but you lighten it for us. Thus shall you say to them, My little finger is thicker than my father's thighs. And now, whereas my father laid on you a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day, as the king said, Come to me again the third day. And the king answered them harshly, and forsaking the counsel of the old men, King Rehoboam spoke to them according to the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to it. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. So the king did not listen to the people, for it was a turn of affairs brought about by God that the Lord might fulfill his word, which he spoke by Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. And when all Israel saw that the king did not listen to them, The people answered the king, "'What portion have we in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. Each of you to your tents, O Israel. Look now to your own house, David.' So all Israel went to their tents. But Rehoboam reigned over the people of Israel who lived in the cities of Judah. Then king Rehoboam sent Hadoram, who was taskmaster over the forced labor. And the people of Israel stoned him to death with stones." and King Rehoboam quickly mounted his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. Romans chapter 8, verses 9-25 through 25. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, if, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, Psalm chapter 18, verses 16-36 through 36. He sent from on high, He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He rescued me from my strong enemy and from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because He delighted in me. The Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, He rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all His rules were before me, and His statutes I did not put away from me. I was blameless before Him, and I kept myself from my guilt. So the Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in His sight." With the merciful, you show yourself merciful. With the blameless man, you show yourself blameless. With the purified, you show yourself pure. And with the crooked, you make yourself seem tortuous. For you save a humble people, but the haughty eyes you bring down. For it is you who light my lamp. The Lord my God lightens my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. This God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in Him. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God, the God who equipped me with strength and made my way blameless? He made my feet like the feet of a deer and set me secure on the heights. He trains my hands for war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have given me the shield of your salvation, and your right hand supported me, and your gentleness made me great. You gave a wide place for my steps under me, and my feet did not slip. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 26. He who does violence to his father and chases away his mother is a son who brings shame and reproach. For our devotional today, I want to look at Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 17, I'm going to read it, and I can't say enough how these verses right here, along with many others, so separate and make Christianity unique among all the other religions of the world. Let's read verses 14 through 17. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. Let's look at it now in the NLT. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead... You received God's Spirit when He adopted you as His own children. Now we call Him Abba, Father. For His Spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are His children, we are His heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share His glory, we must also share His suffering. Here's the reality. When you belong to God... You're not just a Baptist. You're not a Pentecostal. You're not Methodist or Presbyterian. You're not Catholic or Orthodox. You are a child of God, and you are a part of the family of God. God is God, and He is also your Father, that you can cry out to Him, as the Bible says, Abba, Father. And that word, Abba, is one of the most affectionate words for the name Father. So he adopts us into his family as sons and daughters. And as you can see from verse 16, one of the roles of the Holy Spirit is to bear witness with our spirit, what? That we are children of God. Now this should boost your confidence. I know a lot of us, we struggle to think about praying. We feel like we're not worthy. We feel insecure or intimidated. I mean, come on. It's going before God and we can be so well acquainted with our own flaws and our own failures that we don't want to approach Him. But when you recognize and you understand that you are a child of God and that He is a perfect Father who wants to extend mercy, grace, forgiveness, who wants to strengthen you and to enable you, then we ought to be able to run to Him and call on His name he is for you. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We humble ourselves before you and say, we are so grateful to be called your children. Thank you for adopting us and placing us in your family. Now we can come before you without a sense of shame or guilt or fear, but we can bow before you and call on your name as Abba, Father. We thank you that you are perfect and, in all of your ways, and you know how much we need you. I thank you that your Holy Spirit bears witness with us that we are your children, that we're a part of your family. I pray for confidence to come before you. I ask that you would help us to reject fear and guilt and shame and condemnation and every vice that would keep us from running to you. Give us understanding of who you are as God, our Father. We love you. Draw us close by the presence of your Holy Spirit and reveal your Son to us. We ask all of these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope that today's devotional has been a source of encouragement and inspiration for you. If you like the Bible 365 podcast, make sure you share it with your family and with your friends. Please continue to pray for me. I'm praying for you. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you tomorrow with Day 205.